Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Soul Pinnacle. This is your Monday show. First day of the week, or second day of the week, technically. Um, hope you guys are, are well. Um, I am well. Um, Holidays are creeping in, the, the bigger holidays of the year, the ones where Americans just take off completely, <laughs> and you never hear from them. Uh, once it hits November, it's always a weird time, because everything essentially shuts down, and it's, a lot is stressful, mental health. I also hope you guys have many blessings coming this season and beyond. So, programming note, this Wednesday, this Wednesday... We will do the first ever video game review on the channel, the show, whatever you want to call it. It is the Gotham Knights review. I'm still, I have not played it in a week. I've been really busy. But, um, I've not finished the story yet. I've been just taking my time, not really rushing it. Um, but I haven't even unlocked everything. So, like, I'm trying to get everything unlocked before I finish the, the thing. But I feel like I'm getting close to the end of, um, the game or the storyline of it or whatever. So, uh, but you can always play it back, I guess. That doesn't really hurt anything, I guess. But um, anyways, um, that's what's happening this Wednesday. The next Wednesday is the Black Panther Wakanda Forever review. I'm super excited to watch this movie. Um, the reviews have been very kind to it. Um, uh, this was a, That was clearly a challenge. So I'm interested to see how they uh, overcame the challenge. So um, how are we going to start? Let's just start with Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, baby. And actually, it's funny because I got an email from someone. Don't remember the name. Sorry. But they were like, hey, you didn't do... Um, you didn't do uh, your predictions. I said, dude, I dropped a show. I, well, I recorded a show on Sunday of last week. Dropped it on Monday, obviously. I didn't even realize Crown Jewel was Saturday until Wednesday. <laughs> One, that's how busy I've been. And two... These Saudi Arabia shows, even though I've watched the last two, which have been decently entertaining, um, which is not decently, that's not a word, they've been decent, um, I just don't care for them. Now, obviously, they've had to change structure from them being like these dream, air quotes, no air quotes, no air quotes, match shows to being actually stuff that has storylines and stuff, but... I truly just, there's something about them. I just don't care. And it has nothing to do with the political climate or anything. I just don't care for them. And it could be a, that is a part of it because we know we're not getting people like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn on these shows. We know we're not getting those kind of people. So it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, I don't know, it makes me say, well, some of these things have to be put on hold. So you can miss it. It wouldn't be like a detriment or anything. And you could have missed this show. It was a decent show. It was not a bad show at all. But you could have missed it and nothing would have changed. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, like they, they legitimately flew Bray Wyatt to Saudi Arabia to cut a promo. You know, you could have you could have watched it on YouTube. You know, shit like that. And whatever. So anyways, let's start with that. Let's start with Crown Jewel. So Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley start the night off. And this was a very one-sided affair. Brock Lesnar got dominated. Like, 
I, I will say this. <coughs> Excuse me. Bobby Lashley came back, and I'm not gonna sit here and say he got popped because he came out after WrestleMania. I remember it was big. It's like uh, uh, it was it was a like, uh, kind of pop, and I remember vividly saying to myself, "Well, where, 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 where we go now?" Because Bobby Lashley left WWE and became a, a superstar on his own, like many people have done before, uh, doing uh, uh, mixed martial arts fights and winning a bunch of titles in the U.S. and uh, in the Impact, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then we got the Sami Zayn stuff and this other stuff that was pretty fucking terrible. And then something happened two years ago. I don't know what Miss Man was on. Maybe a stronger version. Of, there's no stronger version of fentanyl. But um, I, I don't know what it was. But they put the U.S. title on this guy. And they put him with MVP. And they did this, in, and Bobby Lash talked about this in, on the Steve Austin podcast. They did this in Impact. This is what this is what got <clears throat> Bobby Lashley his first Impact World Title. MVP was supposed to get the World Title, and MVP got hurt. So then MVP became managing began managing um, Bobby Lashley, and that put Lashley as the World Champion. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so. They did this a version of this in Impact, and then they put Cedric uh, Alexander and Shelton Benjamin with them, holding her business. And legitimately, it they just they just woke up and said, "We have Bobby fucking Lashley." And ever since that second U.S. title run, he has been booked very, very strong. Even for times where he's been floundering, not doing much, he has still been booked very strong. Think about this in the last two years. U.S. title run does not get pinned to use to lose the U.S. title. Matt Riddle pinned, I think it was John Morrison to win the U.S. title. Then Bobby Lashley goes on to win the WWE Championship from uh, the Miz. Then he goes off to lose it to Big E, regain the WWE Championship from Brock Lesnar. Then he loses it without once again being pinned. Then he goes on to win the U.S. title. Loses that to Seth Rollins. And then this match, he dominated Brock. Brock was dominated. And the only reason why Brock even won is because the Hurt Lock is on. And here's how well here's how well they protected Bobby Lashley. He has a Hurt Lock on. Now, I think, who, who was who the only person to ever break the Hurt Lock? I don't think anyone's ever broken the Hurt Lock. I believe Bobby Lashley was the guy who broke the full Nelson where Chris Masters was using it. But... No one's ever broken his version of the of the full Nelson, which is the hurt lock. Um, and so I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, oh, they're gonna have Brock break this. Brock they didn't break it. Brock just slid back, and they just saw him to pin Bobby Lashley because he wouldn't let go of the hurt lock. But Br- Brock was dominated in this match, so Brock gets his win back. But Brock got dominated. Like this was like very su- surprising how well they did Bobby Lashley. But he's been booked the last two years. He's been booked strong. Very strong. His losses have been very seldom. Um, so it's one of those things where it's just it's just interesting to see. Um, this was better than their match at the Rumble, but neither one of these matches were actually good. Um, just my opinion on that. Um, I expected more. But um, look here. He got his matches, and this, is, this, leads to, this leads to a rubber match, obviously. Who wins that? I don't know. I have no clue when's that, but um, 
it's good to see Brock not just dominating Bobby Lashley. That was that's that's a, that's always a concern. Is that so? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Anyways, moving on. Damage Control regained the women's tag team championships. So so. I didn't watch Raw live, and I saw the clips, whatever, and I said, oh, there's new tag team champions. First of all, I'm assuming, I've done no research on this, I'm assuming Alexa Bliss and Asuka have definitely had the most runs with the tag team championships and the most partners, right? Because Alexa Bliss has had, who, uh, Asuka and Nikki Cross. Asuka's had to have the most, because Asuka had Charlotte Flair as a women's tag team champion with her, now Alexa Bliss. And she also had Kyrie saying, so I'm assuming they're if they're not tied with like three title reigns each, they they have to be up there, right? What's well, awesome? Oh, that's 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 an interesting way to do it. <clears throat> then they put them on the pay per view, and Nikki Cross is clearly with Damage Control, but this this has confused me for later on in the night because Nikki Cross helped them win back the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, this was a good match. I don't think they need to play hot potato with the belts, but <clears throat> look, this week, I do not blame AEW or WWE for trying to pop numbers. You had the World Series. By the way, congratulations to Dusty Baker on winning his first World Series ring, I think, 25 years as a manager. It took him to win one. He's been to World Series before, but <clears throat> uh, this was a probably overall his best team. But you have the World Series going on. You have NFL football going on. You have basketball going on. You have Soccer going or well, football going on soccer. You have uh, hockey going on. There's so much entertainment right now that this is this is not the slow time of the year. This is where things just begin to pick up, you know. So I do not blame them for trying to pop a number, but I just I would have done it. But it was nice. I'm sure it was a nice moment for them. But I think people are so hot and cold on damage control. <clears throat> I think that's why we kind of get these. The things we're getting. Like, I think it's cool that Bailey has a stable. But I think it hurts that Bailey, like, yeah, she's pinned Bianca Belair a couple times. But she can't beat her for the title. So, I like, think they, they need to move on from that. And that's just what they will, they will clearly. But <clears throat> it's kind of hard when uh, your leader is losing all the time. Does that make sense? Now, she didn't get pinned, but she still lost. <clears throat> like, what that later on? <clears throat> Excuse me, I, as you guys can tell, I'm still getting over that cold. Um, I'm over it, but it's like that that lingering cough thing. It's called drainage. Like you guys need that view or that visual. Um, I think that's what it's called, though. Drew McIntyre defeated Karrion Cross in the steel cage match. The Judgment Day defeated the OC. So <clears throat> I wasn't surprised that Judgment Day won. I was surprised that we didn't get the woman presence that we need because they it's clear that's what they're building to. Who this woman's going to be, I don't know. Now, um, the feud between Judgment Day and Edge, it's not over. If you look at uh, Rhea Ripley's hair, she had it done up like Beth Phoenix, clearly mocking her to what she did. <clears throat> so, it could be Beth that's going to even the odds, but I'm assuming it's going to be someone else because I'm assuming we're getting a mixed tag with Edge and Finn ba- Edge and Beth versus Finn Balor and um, Rhea at some point in time. Who this woman equalizer is, I don't know. But it's clear that's where it's going. I thought we would see that here, though. I thought it, it would that, that would drag them off. But they're, they're holding off on it. So maybe till 
tonight when you guys listen after you guys listen to this maybe we'll know who this woman is <clears throat> braun Strowman defeated omas um this match was better than i thought it would be um i definitely saw it and i was like Ugh, this match is happening i forgot but it's better than have i mean Braun, look here i've never the same way i'm not really a i'm more of a fan of carrying cross than i am of braun Strowman. but the reason why I can, it's hard for me to find those guys entertaining from my taste is because there's just something about him that doesn't appeal to me as far as the overall package. Same thing with Drew McIntyre. I never cared for Drew McIntyre. Like, I think he's definitely gotten better, you know? It's, but, like, to me, just feuds with... The, just, just having people I like going through feuds with these guys, I can care less. You know? But I know how talented they are. I know how good they are. You know? But Braun needed this one. Braun has been winning, but Braun needs this one because... Someone now has to challenge Roman Reigns, like, for that Universal Championship. Because it's clear Roman's going to WrestleMania as champion. If they get The Rock, he's going to be champion far past that. We may get Roman Reigns. We could. F, F, F. F. F they get The Rock for WrestleMania. They're going to have to split those titles somehow. Don't know how they're going to do it still. But if they get The Rock, we're going to see... For the first time in 40 years, 50 years, is it? It'll be close to 40 years where we'll get somebody having the championship over a thousand days, the world championship over any championship in over a thousand days. It'll be close to 40 freaking years, dude. That's, that's, that's a long time. If they're able to do that. Now, if they don't, I still think Cody Rhodes is coming back to take that title. I do. I really do. I think that's the best story you can tell. I don't think the story you want to tell is him coming back to fight for the to, for the U.S. title. And stuff. He, that feud still needs to happen. But it's not that. The U.S. title. Mm, mm, mm. No. Um, but, yeah, this match was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it went fine. You know, but it looks like those... The, the, those guys just don't appeal to me personally. The Usos reti- retain the tag team championships in a great tag team match against the Brawling Brutes. Um, this, 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 once again, the Usos are just between them, the New Day. There's an argument to be one, two, two, one, whoever you want to put it. It depends on your taste. Those are the two greatest tag teams of this generation, in WWE at least. Um, there's a lot of great tag teams, you know, that have come in, but they have not been treated as well as the Usos or the New Day. But think, then think about this. Gallows and Anderson are a great tag team. They haven't been great, even though they're former tag team champions, they have not been great in WWE. FTR have not been treated great in WWE. We're not counting NXT. You know, like, Usos and the New Day are the teams that people are going to think about this generation. You know, the, without a doubt. And, and the thing that makes it... And if you give, and this is a his thing, what's not fair? If you want to give the new, day, if new day denies, it's only because of their singles careers as well, it's because you've seen the single success come out of it. You've seen Big E become WWE champion, Money in the Bank winner, um, Air Continental champion under the New Day banner. Um, you've seen um, Kofi Kingston tag team champion, WWE champion under the banner. You've seen Xavier Woods King of the Ring under the banner of the New Day. So, it depends on how you want to go at it, but it's set this week, Friday. Usos will break the New Day's record of having the titles for the longest reign ever 
Um, it'll be then it'll be the Usos, the New Day, and then Demolition. The reason why I appreciate the New Days more is because the New Day went through this transitional phase with their titles. This has been manufactured, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. Not knocking it. However, for me, the Usos winning these championships were just a way to show the bloodline's dominance, right? Which is fine. I have no problem with it. The New Day, when you think about their reign, when they broke Demolition's record, which was a record that lasts a very long time. That's another reason why it means more. To, why I think it means more. New Day were huge when they first won the Tag Team Championships. They were aligned with Kevin Owens and laying out the baby faces and stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's a shift that just changed. And they went from no one understanding the gimmick. People thinking the gimmick was Nation of Domination, which I don't care what the New Day say. That first vignette, if you remember it, came off as Nation of Dominationist. You have, first of all, I started with Biggie and Kofi kind of just talking and saying, hey man, this losing freaking sucks and blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden in the ring, Xavier Woods comes out, he has a suit on, or, or, or dressed professionally, let's just say that. And he is he comes out talking, we all know Xavier Woods is intelligent, this motherfucker. Then he's graduated from like Harvard or MIT or somewhere. We know he's intelligent. We came out, yeah, it's time for us to bend together. Like, he was talking as if he was Clarence Mason, the, the old manager from the nation. YouTube it. He, he was talking like that. He was talking very much like there needs to be a revolution. Now, they changed it, clearly. But don't say, I hate when people say, I hate when wrestlers will say, yeah, man, things don't change like that. They say, well, things change all the time. Yeah, they change all the time when you when you can't admit you're wrong <laughs> or admit that the fans were probably right about something, right? And so, to me, you see that change of, we don't know what the fuck this is as a fan base to, these guys are kind of cool. These are kind of funny. These guys are really silly. And now you see it turn. And then you see them just become who they are. And so, I, I'm not going to sit here and take one over the other. To me, they're tied. They will always be linked together, especially because they're feud. But they will be linked as one A and one A to me. One A and one A. But the New Day and Usos will bow for the rights to see who holds the record. New Day will lose. And um, the Usos will hold that record and, and start a new one. So, and hopefully that one lasts longer than two or three years. So, And also, in a great last woman standing match, Bianca Belair retains against Bailey. Um, this is what confused me. In the last woman's in, in a match where rules count, you cheat. In a match where rules don't count, you don't cheat. Now, here's my thing. Bianca is going to probably go to WrestleMania, probably be a full year as champion. Raw Women's Champion. We know where the SmackDown Championship is heading to. We know. We know it is. If you say you don't know, you're stupid. Or you're lying. And I think you're lying. Because I don't think that many people will. That is heading towards Bianca, excuse me, that's heading towards Ronda Rousey and and, uh, Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair, I don't know where she's heading. Could be to the Charlotte Flair. I think if they're smart, we get the match we didn't get when uh, Rhea had that uh, heart thing, that heart problem. We get Rhea and Bianca at WrestleMania. But, you know, this this feud needs to be over, though. But this was a great last one standing match. It actually puts a cap on a two-year feud that they couldn't finish when Bailey hurt her, uh, killed her Achilles. 
during the um, training, I think. That week, it was a pay-per-view that was supposed to be her versus Bianca in a last woman standing match. We ended up getting Carmella and Bianca. So, great match here. And finally, the main event, Roman Reigns retains his Universal WWE Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Logan Paul uh, did pretty well in this match. Um, He ended up tearing his meniscus, MCL, and ACL. But he did really well. It was so much overbooked in this match. Like, legitimately, Reigns did what he was supposed to do. Made Paul look like a, a million bucks. And then you had Sokola Sokoa. Uh, Sokola Sokola. Uh, Solo Sokoa. Then you had Jake Paul laying out the Usos. You had so much stuff. Like, this was just about the star power that the WWE has right now. They have the Paul brothers. They have Reigns, the needle movers. They, like... This was just to show the star power they have. Roman Reigns retains the title. It was never in doubt. Next stop, I don't think we're going to see another world championship match for the rest of this year. I will be surprised if we see that. Because the last pay-per-view of the year as of right now, as of this recording, is three weeks away, which is War Games. So, and I'm and they say put the titles on the line there. You know, I don't think there's ever been a war games where a title was on the line. I don't, it was never about titles. It was about ending feuds. You know, um, I know that one war game that DDP won, that was for a world title match, which led to one of the greatest Goldberg matches of all time, if not the greatest Goldberg match of all time. But yeah, I don't see there being another world title match. But we will see Reigns, obviously, with the bloodline in this ma- in that match. So um, I thought that was good stuff there, you know. Um, once again, Saudi Arabia shows kind of don't do it for me personally. It's not, it's not a big deal. It just happened to be on while I was up. And before I had to take a nap to go do something, I watched it all. And, uh, but it was all, all, all around a decent show. Speaking of torn muscles, tendons, whatever, R-Truth has supposedly, has reportedly tore his quad. Um, a speedy recovery to you and Logan Paul. WWE wants to bring back Mia Yim. Um, Keith Lee's man known. He did not like the way he said he, he said he wasn't really worried about him, which I'm sure he was, but he was more worried about how the treatment of Mia Yim was. Now, on the main roster, yes. I think Triple H always liked Mia Yim, though. But Mia Yim, there's something about Mia Yim, right? She's black and Korean. She has this, uh, swagger, this vibe, this energy. But it's something that I think fans in WWE have not connected to yet on the main roster. Even NXT to a degree. She's had great runs in, in, in Impact. Like she, In Impact, she's fine. There's something that needs to be done, though, with her. Because reportedly, she's, it's all but a done deal she's going back. I just wonder where she fits in the grand scheme of things. So, the more women, the better. You know? But I just wonder where she fits in the Grand scheme of things. Shinsuke Nakamura is allowed to work for Pro Noah as he will challenge the great Muta in his retirement tour. So that should be a fun match. Cody Rhodes has to fire his agent after some uh, really nasty allegations, which we're not going to get into. But someone asked me about it and I looked at it. I was like, oh, wow, this dude, he's kind of a slime ball. Um, but yeah, Woo. GCW has officially rejected WWE's uh, offer for partnership. Apparently, there was a very generous deal of Stephanie Man put on the table to have GCW on Peacock, but they declined it. 
Um, and the, the owner, Brad Lardale, said uh, Stephanie could be mad because it was a very generous offer, uh, but it just didn't work for them. And I'm assuming it was exclusive rights and, and shit like that and blah, blah, blah. It's some stuff he probably just couldn't afford to do, especially since you, he's no, he just had Moxley as his world champion. So when you can have anyone you want as on this scene, indie scene as a world champion, it's a better look. Plus, you're all death matches. There's nothing PG about it, you know. Uh, Triple H does kill one more of Miss McMahon's rules as he is uh, bringing back the fact that the announcers can talk about referees' names. They can actually say, hey, this is referee so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. It's very interesting stuff there. We have a world title tournament. The winner gets a shot at the world title at Winter is Coming. Here is the brackets as uh, Ricky Starks called his shot. And, it, that, and I think that's who's going to win this thing here. But uh, he called a shot on Rampage. You have, in the first round, you have Eddie Kingston versus Ego Ethan Page. You have Bandito versus Roosh. You have Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks. And you have Brian Cage versus Dante Martin. I still go with Ricky Starks to get this thing because it's going to be him versus MJF. And I, that's going to be one hell of a match. One hell of a match. Uh, let's talk about some more. Should we have to keep in AW? No, yes, it keeps. Let's keep talking in the AW. Rampage. We saw Cassidy, Orange Cassidy, defend the All Atlantic Championship against Shibata, which I believe is Shibata's first actual match, right? Like a first affair, because I know he's done like grappling contests and stuff, but not actual matches. This wasn't too bad. There was a few clinks here and there, but overall, Cassidy getting the win here, retaining. This was a big deal. This just felt big. Per Fightful Select, CM Punk, if he decides to come back to pro wrestling, he does have options. He will not be blackballed. Um, I don't think he's come back to wrestling. I think this time he's done. Because even if he is so stubborn, which it seems like he is, to believe that this was his fault, I'm pretty sure his wife would tell him differently. Or someone he loves would. Carl Anderson. Will defend his never open weight championship at Wrestle Kingdom. I think we kind of already saw that coming. Dynamite. Samoa Joe retains the TV towers. Brian Cage. I actually thought Brian Cage was going to win this match. I thought that this was the time. And I was like, because they've been putting Brian Cage more on TV now. Obviously, you have to because ROH has overtaken Dynamite because you need those faces on TV so they can translate to whatever. Uh, show you're putting on there. I thought this was a title change for sure, but it wasn't. Um, Samoa Joe won, retained the title. Uh, Orange Cassidy retained his all into title against, um, excuse me, against Luchasaurus and um, Phoenix after uh, Jungle Boy interfered and took out Luchasaurus. Um, Pac tries to turn Phoenix heel, tries to hand him the ring bell and or the whatever it was, and he was like, nope, I won't do it. Um, this is going to, that one, first of all, that match between Pac and Phoenix and Pac and Penta is going to be, those, those matches will be insane. Fucking crazy. Chris Jericho retains his ROH World Championship against Colt Cabana. This is the first time we've seen him on TV since 2021. I think October 2021. Colt Cabana it is. This was a statement, obviously. This was a statement that Punk is gone. To put him on TV, this was a statement. Match was what it was. Uh, 
Jericho retains, obviously. John Moxley defeats Lee Moriarty. Powerhouse Hobbs. After uh, Samoa Joe retained his TV title, uh, he comes out to Warlow comes out to save him, and Hobbs lays out Warlow, which sets up the next feud, which is going to be a pretty good one. Warlow and Hobbs, I'm all in. Jay Lethal defeated Darby Allen in the opening match after Jeff Jarrett interfered and told Darby that Sting is his biggest weakness. Jeff Jarrett has officially signed with AEW. And he's put Sting and the rest of the uh, talent on notice. Jared has been hired as uh, an international business helper. So, essentially, he's going to help international business. And pretty much the thing he was kind of doing with WWE before he got fired for Road Dogg. Um, Jared has had a hell of a resurrection. He went from having Global Force Wrestling and him not being able to find a TV deal. To him having to give up... Um, I think a lot of his rights in order to come back to impact to like essentially get more TV time. He thought TV time with more TV time would get, um, um, you know, a TV deal and it didn't. And he went from pretty much that. I know he was in rehab for a little bit. Some, I think alcohol issues, if I'm not mistaken. And then this year he's been everywhere. GCW, WWE, he was at Ric Flair's last match the same weekend as SummerSlam. He was doing uh, office work for WWE before he got fired. Now he's doing office work for AEW. He's still wrestling. He's still on television. Um, he's had a hell of a resurrection, so congratulations to him. Uh, some quick news and notes before we get out of here. WWE, and WWE has officially ended... It's investigation into Vince McMahon. Nothing else was found that they want to tell us about. Vignette for the House of Black has played. That they're coming back. The return is very imminent. So that is, first of all, that is two trios teams coming back. The Elite and House of Black. This trios um, scene is going to heat up really, really fast. And I wouldn't be surprised if you if they if they put a match on and we think the elite's gonna get those titles those titles back and the House of Black get them. I will not be surprised if that happens. Other news and notes. Champa has is officially out with hip surgery. Should be out for four to six months. Contract talks have broken down between Sasha Banks and WWE, but she's officially back in the signature of the show, her and Naomi. NXT releases. There's five NXT releases this week. Bodie Hayward, Sloane Jacobs, Erica Yang, Damaris Griffin, and Rufang. I don't, I'm not familiar with any of these names. I just wrote them down because um, someone else told me that they, that apparently uh, Sloane Jacobs is pretty good. Um, so I wonder what happened there. But yeah, just making it known that there were some releases this week. Also, there is a new report that Austin Theory is rumored to keep that money in the bank for a year. I maintain this, and people will hate it, but he's a heel. I maintain you give Austin Theory, you keep Austin Theory with that woman's, not woman's, that money in the bank contract. Cody wins, and then either that night or the night after, I would, I would do it that night. You have him cash in on Cody Rhodes. I maintain that. 
And finally, WWE would like to bring back Tegan Knox. Um, my only knock, no pun intended, on Tegan Knox was she was injury prone. That's not a knock. That's just a fact. She had two, I think, two different ACL surgeries on different knees. Um, but when she's wrestling, she's good. She's really good. She can, she could be an addition. I'm surprised that no one's picked her up. But then again, we don't know because I'm pretty sure someone's made an offer to her. And she's just probably decided just to do her own thing. Not be long-term. So, anyways, that was your show for this week. As I said, programming notes. Wednesday, the first ever video game review of the show, Gotham Knights. The following week, Black Panther Wakanda Forever review. My name is The Slow Chemical. Please leave a like, subscribe, follow. Leave a review on Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm the Soul Chemical. Enjoy the rest of y'all week. Enjoy the, <laughs> with the beginning week. Enjoy y'all week. I'm out.